0: Welcome to Kingdom Insights, where your host, Chaplain Kevin Gray, is sharing Biblical teachings that empower and equip you toward experiencing Jesus Christ now. Join us every second Monday of each month at 7... I'm here. Hello. Real life, real people, real talk on Kingdom Talk. Welcome to Kingdom Talk, where we are sharing real stories from real people who've had real life victories. Join in on the talk with your host, Evangelist Anastasia Hay, every week on Tuesday, as our guests share impactful stories about how they've prevailed and triumphed over life's challenges. Hello, hello, Body of Christ. Welcome to Kingdom Talk. Anastasia and Evangelist Anastasia Hay, I'm also Oh, where we should keep in mind get into today's topic. Jesus leads leads with us a new command: we love one another as He has loved us. Okay, Uh, so this is the King James Version, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. This is very important for a marriage, friendships, ministry, and also family relationships, okay? Uh, So today I would like to introduce to you a wonderful guest that's going to kind of talk to us a little bit about love, okay? Uh, So Dr. Christopher Walton is who we have on the line with us today.
1: Good afternoon. Can you hear me?
0: Yes. Can you hear me?
1: Awesome awesome yes I can I was actually trying to get on with the with the Skype and my microphone but that wasn't working so I had to go through the phone but praise God we are on and ready to go
0: Praise God uh so it's good to have you on the show today Dr uh, Christopher Walton um and how are you today
1: I am great I'm great thank you for having me How are you
0: I'm doing pretty good I'm blessed God is good um <laughs> So, today's topic that we're going to be talking about is the missing ingredient is love. And, you know, we see how important love is. Uh, so, a little bit about Dr. Christopher Walton um, to those that are listening. Uh, Dr. Christopher Walton is a master of life parables, as his colleagues refer to him. His audience members have called him the quiet <laughs> storm. We're going to find out why. Uh, simply put, those that encounter him never forget the message he brings or to the poignant way. We- his topics hit home and not only brings enlightenment but educate his audience members. Okay, a book called. We're going to talk a little bit about that under the hood, a preview into a man's mental engine. engine sorry. Uh, so, Dr. Walton, kind of tell us a little bit about what inspired you to write your book.
1: Well, I mean, the book is it's a it's a man's what goes on in a man's head, and you know, I talk to a lot of women and I do a lot of speaking. And women always have that same, if I could just understand what he's thinking and why did he say that, why did he do that. And there's a lot that goes on in a man's head that he doesn't really put out there. You know, you have to get past the pride and get past the the stuff that, that men kind of keep to themselves before you can get to that real understanding. And so I just felt that, you know, Somebody had to put out there what men are really thinking. I mean really thinking. You know, the stuff that they've been through as a kid and been through as a child. Because if you don't have that understanding, you will never have a really good relationship. If women don't understand men and men don't understand women, you'll never have that that true bond of a relationship. So I just try to shed as much understanding into a male's perspective as I can.
0: Okay, that's really good. Um, So do you feel like all all men are thinking the same way, or I should refer to are all Christian men thinking the same way? Because we're going to talk from a Christian man's perspective. Um, It's very, very important because we're not having the same perspective, and maybe they might, but we're going to be referring to Christian men. Do you feel like um, all Christian men are having the same type of concern when it comes on to their marriages or their relationships with their wives do you feel like it, it can they can relate 100% most
1: most can
0: but it's okay.
1: really most can but it's really deeper than all of that because you know we yes we're talking about christian men but christian men are men period so the same issues that any any man will have you know christian men have we just deal with it differently and that's that's the issue. It's just we just deal with the situations biblically. Other people deal exactly. with their situations in a worldly way. We deal with, but it's the same situations, it's the same scenarios, it's the same concerns, the same fears, the same um in you know the same things that, okay, I don't have that, I don't have this. So it's just how we deal with it that changes.
0: okay, um, that's awesome. Um so. Are these same principles that you wrote in your book, uh, Dr. Walton? Uh, are they practiced in your marriage, or was it something that you had to introduce your wife, introduce to your wife in the beginning stage of your marriage?
1: Oh no! This is this is sixteen plus years of of, of walked out, <laughs> learned, taught um, stuff that I had to bump my head up against the wall plenty of times. <laughs> before I actually really got it. You know, I, I hate talking to people about stuff that I haven't been down that road, you know, so it's not something I can tell you that I'm, I'm just talking about. It's something that I walk through.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, how, how have you seen uh, some of these, these things? Like, for example, um, would you say that you wrote the book after your marriage or was it like kind of during the process of your marriage or before you met your wife?
1: Oh no, I wrote this book. I literally just finished I wrote this um uh boy, at the end of last the beginning of last, the beginning of this of last year, I finished oh. and wrote this. So this is sixteen years, three kids, a guinea pig and a dog later. Hello? Hello? I think I lost you. Hello? Hello, hello, hello? Can you hear me?
0: Hello? Good, af- good afternoon, doctor. I'm sure she'll be back in. It looks like we're having a small technical difficulty. She will oh, be right back. Thank you.
1: Okay, no problem, no problem. I know how it goes sometimes. Hello.
0: Can you hear me? Yeah,
1: I can hear you now.
0: Okay, I do apologize for that. Okay, um Would you say that um like before like during your marriage before you wrote the book, all of these things you were kind of just like practicing, you were putting it to practice and it the idea came, and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to write this book. I need to write a book Men out there are women out there who may be curious to know what it's like to, you know, like, kind of think from that perspective, like how, as well promotion, we, of course, they have needs as I Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're, you're breaking up a little bit. Hello.
0: All right, you can hear me better?
1: Yeah, that's better. Yeah, you were breaking up.
0: Okay. Yeah, would you say that in the midst of it all before you wrote your book, every these are the things that you were already implementing into your marriage, that you were already sharing with your wife, and then that's when the inspiration came for you to wrote, write the book?
1: Yeah, this was this was after you know, after that, after I really started speaking on the topic and, and hearing other women saying the same thing, it's like, why are men so complicated? And, and why do why did he quit? And why did he stop um, taking interest? And, and if I could just understand the mind. And I've, I started hearing it from so many different women, the same thing, the same thing. I was like, okay. I gotta put this out. I gotta put this in a book, and you know, it, so I, that's when I wrote it. I, I put it out, and it's a download, so it's easily downloadable. But there's so much more to add to it because this it's just just begins to scratch the surface. Wow.
0: Uh, so did you create like a little survey and um, asking some of like some of your friends um, some of these questions?
1: We did, I didn't do a, Yeah, I didn't do a survey. But again, men talk to men. And you know, when we get around and we talk to each other, there's a there's things that always come up things. Well, she said this or why did she say that or she treats me like this or I feel like that. So those same questions again, you keep hearing over and over and over again. So when you keep hearing stuff over and over, it's like, okay, somebody's got to address these topics because it seems that's like true. everybody's having the same questions.
0: That's true. Um, you know, that's true. You know, somebody got to kind of step out sometimes and try to make that change or make that difference, you know, um, because, right. you know, you never know. Um, everybody's probably thinking about the same thing, but it's, it takes that one person to say, you know what, I want to be the person to say, hey, this is how it can be done. This is how this resolve this issue. You know, I'm a living witness. Um, all right, cool. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Christopher Walton, uh, tell me a little bit about, um, you know, like, can Christian men who are seeking to get married learn from your book as well, or is your book solely created for women?
1: This part is for women, um, just yeah. the, the mindset of a man. But if a man reads it also, it kind of makes you even think about, okay, that what's going on in my head. Or oh. wow, can I can I see myself in that? So it kind of gives you a it sheds a light on stuff that and puts your mindset to think of things about yourself also. Okay, that's true.
0: Um, have you seen like um, like have you received any like um, reviews or as far as like um, testimonials about some women who have read your book? in regards to how their marriage has really improved or, you know, they're beginning to understand their husband a little bit better?
1: Yes, and I've done some some um, some weird stuff about the book and with a couple of chapters in the book and how they related to it and what came after that, especially um, I believe it was chapter three in the book is why some guys quit. And I've had some women say, well, he just stopped, he, he stopped doing this, or he just quit, especially a lot of women who went through divorce and, and things like that. And they keep saying, well, why did the guy quit? Why did he quit? And I've all, my questions are always, okay, well, did you guys fight a lot, and how did he feel when it's going on? And guys are a whole different type of mindset. So, when it comes to a guy, if a, if a man is playing a game, if he's playing basketball, if, if that's his sport, and he keeps playing with a team and doesn't win, and we see it every Sunday or every, you know, when we watch sports, how they transfer and, and go from one team to the next to try to get a better team. That's how men are. If men don't feel like they are winning in anything, they're going to quit or not play or they're going to move on to something else. And it's the same thing with relationships. If a man is in a relationship and he doesn't feel like he is winning, or if he doesn't feel he's being heard, or he doesn't feel like he's, he's got some kind of ground, it's going to start that I'm about to quit this and move on to something else mentality.
0: Okay. I, I hear that part. I definitely um, can see where you're coming from. Um, but, you know, we – we, we know, you know what I'm saying, as, as believers, you know, as Ephesians 5, uh, verse 22 through, th- through 33, you know, wives are to submit to their husbands, that's important, as to the Lord, and for the husband, right. ahead of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And so, you know, the Lord encouraged husbands to love their wives as Christ loved the church. So do you feel like there could be like a two-side part to it? Um, you know, maybe wives feel like they're not being heard, or maybe they're feeling emotional, emotionally neglected. Because, you know, a oh, marriage uh, is forever to 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 us do, you know, till uh, death do you part, you know, right. through good times and bad times. Uh, so do you feel in, in a case where wives maybe feel like, you know, maybe they're not purposely or intentionally trying to frustrate their husbands, but maybe they just, they feel neglected in some way. So uh, I me. their wives yes. as well.
1: Absolutely. It's it's always a two-sided um a two-sided conversation, and the book is from the male's perspective, but it's always when I talk to men, I use the other side. I'm like, listen, it's the same perspective. Um, Even when you go back into the Bible and and it's Adam and Eve and you go back to the very first um, male and female relationship, you know, when God put Eve on the world, he said, you are to, you know, you're a helpmate for him. And, you know, I tell men, I said, back in the garden, they, they didn't have a house. They lived outside. There was no structure. Um, they, there was no cooking, really. They ate fruit. off the, There was no house to, to vacuum. There was no washing machines because they didn't have clothes. So that help that God was talking about wasn't to pick up your clothes. That help wasn't to cook you food when you come home. That help wasn't to, to do the menial things that you think should be done. No, that's to help you in your purpose. So when I talk to men, it's, a, it's coming totally from the other side of you need to understand where and how she fits into your life.
0: Yeah. That's true, you know, because it's, it's very important to, and you, you know this because, you know, you've been married for 16 years. Wow, you know, that, and congratulations, that's a blessing. Um, that just let me <laughs> mention, you know, sometimes, you know, men get to a place where they feel like they want to quit, but, you know, I love when men can still stick it out. Like, you know, I love this woman, her and I stood together and made those vows, so I'm going to do whatever I need to do to make it work. If, Of what's going on in your mind, you know what I'm saying? So that just let me know you didn't give up. And 16 years that's a pretty long time, you know. Um, so that's really important, you know, that men are able to kind of think out the box too and find out the um helpful mates as well, you know, because that's important in the eyes of God, you know. Yeah, exactly, and you know, and just to that longevity. And so many people were especially You're kind of to breaking out, or... uh, Dr. Walden. Come, come back. Okay. Say that again.
1: Okay. Can you hear me now?
0: Yes, yeah, so I can hear you better.
1: Okay. Yeah, especially when it comes to people always looking at longevity, and they were like, "Well, how did you make it? And and how yeah. did you get to where you are? And it's a lot of things that go into it and everybody's looking for that one thing, you know, and when yeah. you talk to different people, they always say, you know, it's, it's either relationship, it's either communications, it's either money, it's either a the sexual thing. Those are like the three big things that everybody talks about. But yeah. for me, I look at, I said, all of those pillars and they are pillars of a relationship. But for me it's, it's something else that's a foundation. And the foundation of those three pillars for me, I tell everybody it's pride. If you can take pride out of the mm. relationship, there's mm-hmm. nothing you guys can't do. There would be That's no true. pride in you listening to her. There would be no pride in her listening to you. There would be no pride in saying, you know what, I was wrong. I'm sorry. There's no pride in that. When you can first get that pride out of the way, especially for a man, everything else becomes easier. It's not going to be an immediate fix, but it becomes easier because now you can listen and hear and conversate on what's really taking place.
0: You know, um, as you mentioned that, I I really agree because, you know, I've witnessed uh, a couple of times, you know, sometimes, you know, the husband and the wife, they're having their disagreements because, Really off of fact, uh, you know, I'm not taking any sides, but, you know, sometimes the wife is really saying something that's true. You know, she's saying something that mm-hmm. really makes sense and that could save her husband's life, you know, and because pride is in the way, uh, the husband gets a little bit like frustrated on the inside. Like, listen, I'm right and you're wrong. And, you know, I, I agree that sometimes pride can get a, get in the way and it can cause a huge eruption. In a relationship And as you said before Pride can get out of way, the way But you know Both husband and wife Can sit down together They can talk out Certain things If the wife decides You know This would be the best decision The husband can think it out You know what Let's go ahead and try it You know what I mean right. And it doesn't cause Such a big fuss Like you know We're going to do it my way Because I'm the head Of the household You know And exactly. God doesn't God doesn't work that way You know It's a it, The way God sees Both male and female husband and wife It's a partnership You know you're, it's a partnership, you know, and, you know, the Lord talks about sense of love being in a marriage, you know. So, um, Dr. Exactly. Watson, kind of tell me a little bit about yourself, your story uh, before uh, writing this book and getting married. Like what really uh, took place in your life as a man? Um, what were some of your goals and aspirations before you got married and before you wrote the book?
1: Well, I mean, my story is I'm originally from Barbados, small island, way in the islands. Um, had parents. My my dad I didn't really know, my um biological father. Um, my mom and him split up when I was like one. So she went wow. off, left me there, then I I went to you know, came with her to New York when we moved to New York, then we moved to Miami. She got remarried, you know, I joined the military. Um came back and then started getting really involved in church and then that kind of turned turned me off a little bit and then I went back out and did the whole man thing running around um met my wife um we went to the same church um when she had came back from from um from college, so we met we got married. And we went through the stuff that married people go through, you know, when yeah. you don't really, really understand what's going on. You don't really understand <laughs> the purpose that God has for you. So, you know, you fight. You make, you really understand that scripture that says iron sharpens iron. You really yeah. get to understand that. And, um, you know, we moved from Miami to, to Houston and then um, far away from family. We didn't know anybody here. So it was just us and our three kids, and we really had to depend day 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 by day on God to come through, God to keep us, God to to do what we, He needed us to do, and it, it formed all of this. I mean, um, the book came out of us being here, and and um, wow. some other stuff that we were doing the, the the marriage ministries and the the speaking and the engagements that all came out from us being here, but. We have to go through. Nobody gets to just skate on through. You, you really have to go through. It's, it's like being in school. You don't go and graduate to the next grade until you take a test. So that's with relationships. That's with marriage. That's with everything. Tests are going to come, and you study for them, and you either pass or you fail. If you fail, you're going to take them again. So, that's, you know, that's, that's what brought us here, but we've always gone through together, and it's always been me, my wife, and, and the three kids, and, and that's what we, we have that in the house. You know, we keep everybody else outside the door. When we come in and the door closes, it's us, and that's, that's how we, we get through here with our marriage.
0: You know that's um, that's a blessing, um, Dr. Walton. So, as a man, you know, in your marriage, was there ever a time where you felt like a little discouraged, like you wanted to throw in the towel, or you kind of just said, "You know what? I'm I'm gonna figure it out." Tell me a little bit about that.
1: It it's it's from day I won't even say day one, but from probably about the first sixty days in, it always comes up. You you wow. always. Have that that comes to you because guys guys you know from the time we're we're born, from the time we're young, if you play sports and you're very competitive and things like that, so you're always looking for a way to like I said before, sometimes you quit, sometimes you don't, sometimes you stop doing that, that doesn't change when you get mad, that doesn't change when you get saved, that doesn't change when you start following God. There's always going to be a times like you know what that flesh is going to rise up and be like, hey. Man, you're not winning. Go ahead and quit. You're going you're gonna to hear that voice. But you've got to know within yourself, nope, the game ain't over yet. I'm going to keep playing. The game is not done. I'm going to keep building this relationship. I'm going to keep going. I know what the end is supposed to look like, even though it's not looking like it right now. And you keep going and you keep building, you keep persevering, and you keep making it work. And that's the thing, making it work. A lot of people say it, but they don't really understand. It's a making. You have to literally put in work to make this thing mm. work.
0: Mm. Wow. It, it, it really is a, a, a huge responsibility, you know, and uh, th- this leads me to the I want to ask you. How has um, God used you to make a difference in the lives of Christian women who want to get married?
1: Um, just the experience. I mean,
0: my when I'm talking to Christian women that
1: want to get married, my thing is, ask me whatever it is. You know, there, you know, there's questions that you may not can ask somebody you know, especially a, a guy about guy stuff, and you may yeah. not get a true answer. But I, everybody who knows me and who's ever known me is one thing. I'm very, I'll say whatever's on my mind. I don't really have a, an issue with. Speaking My mind at all. So if you ask me, I'm going to tell it to you, you know, and I make sure I tell it to you in a way that you understand it, because I'm just not going to blurt it out because you may not understand what I'm saying. So I'm going to try to give it to you the best so you can understand and have a clear understanding. Because once you get an understanding of something, then you can move forward. But until you understand it, you can't really do anything. So when it comes to Christian women and getting married and and the questions they have, this is what I try to put out, especially before they get married, because there may be some things that you need to know before you get married that once you get married is a little bit too late.
0: What are some of those things if you don't mind me asking? And also the audience <laughs> will probably want to hear it. <laughs> what are what are well, what I are mean, some few things that you can give, uh Christian women Christian singles Christian women singles who want to get married, a few like something that they can kinda of consider, start praying about, asking God to kinda, of, you know, start embedding some of those qualities in them. What is it that you can put out on the table that they should be aware of or keep in mind?
1: I tell women, Christian, women, Christian women, anybody, make a list of what you want in your man. Make okay. a list from 1 to 10. These are the things that I want. And everybody says that, and everybody makes the list. But I want you to go a step further. Make a list from 1 to 10. This is what I want. And then next to each one of them, I want you to rank it from 1 to 10, if doesn't really matter if he has it or absolutely has to have it. So if you say he, he needs to have curly hair, okay, but right next to it, okay, if he doesn't have curly hair, it's not a big deal. Or, no, if he, has, if he doesn't have curly hair, this is a deal breaker. So when you have that list and you have that, that gets you out of so much where you can just go down and list and be like, yep, he doesn't have that. And that's a deal breaker, so if that's a deal breaker, that's the end. It, it makes no sense going forward. I find so many relationships with so many women and men they're like, "Well, maybe they'll change. Well, maybe <laughs> uh, maybe they'll, we can work it out. Maybe, no, if this is what is a deal breaker for you, that's not going to change. So when you, yeah. if you're expecting that other person to change and they don't. You you're gonna have some you're gonna have issues and problems in that marriage. I mean, when me and my wife we went to premarital counseling and I tell everybody this story, I was like, the most profound thing I heard before I got married is we sat in that office one day and our pastor looked at us and he said, Go home, make a list of the ten things that you do not like about that other person. Do not. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we, we left, we, she went home, went home, we came back the next week and I had my list and she had her list. And we were, I was like, great, now we're going to talk about all the stuff that I don't like and she's going to change it and it's going to be great. And, and I was expecting to go in there and be like this, okay, let's work on this stuff. But he didn't do any of that. He looked and he said, okay, look at your 10 things. Now, I want you to tell me if she or he never changes anything on that list, Mm. can you or will you still want to marry them? That takes pause. You have to look and say, wow, if this stuff never changes, can I spend the rest of my life with that person? That's true. So Those are some key things that you – go ahead. Uh, no, finish up, Dr. Walton. No, I said those are some, some key things that you really got to go in looking at a relationship. You know, everybody likes to go in looking at a relationship like the, with the other person in mind, but if you have your first, you got to look at yourself first. What do you want? What do you expect? What do you want to get or have out of this? Is this the right person for me? And what do I want? And then. Build
0: on that. Yeah, it's a uh, really important, Dr. Walton, because you know I see it countless times. Um, you know, women are dating, and you know they're going through the whole process. They're they're, they're friends with the guy, and. In the back of their mind, you know, they're saying, "Man, maybe he could be someone that I can spend the rest of my life with." And they're praying about the person. They're like, "Oh my gosh, God, I love him, and I want to marry him." And you know, they're just they just have a bunch of butterflies in their stomach. And you know, the funny thing about it is that there are some things that are. Really- out uh, Individual, whether it's that they're uh, they make a dumb decisions or uh, their their passion or their love for God is not really there, you know. And I always say uh, to the single Christian women who are listening right now, the key, the key thing to a marriage is that a man should love God. It's very very important. Now, am I saying that he's going to be the perfect man of your dreams because of that? Because uh, even so, you know, they can still mess up. No one is perfect, but. The key thing is that a man loves God, you know, and you can never miss out on that. But anyways, they, they kind of bypass some of the, the things that they see. But because they're so in the moment and they're enjoying the mm-hmm. moment. And it's like when finally the big question pops and the guy is on his knee and he's like, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to be with anybody else. I want to be with her. And now they get into the real thing. She's noticing all those things. But the thing about it is that she's not noticing it. She already saw it from the beginning. She just ignored it. You know what I mean? And now she's putting out on the table now that they're officially married. So I wanna encourage uh Christian women singles right now. Do not be on a haste, number one. Number two, don't settle for lack. You see what I'm saying? If you really um have a desire for a certain type of man, there must be a reason for why you have that certain desire. And don't feel bad. Don't feel like, Oh my god, I hate for um Maybe, you know, I'm I'm being too this or being too that. Don't settle for less. There must be a reason for why you have that particular desire. And I'm telling this right now. God will prepare that person for you. In his perfect timing, he'll put the right man or the right person in your life. Okay? Uh, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, Dr. Walton, kind of tell us a little bit about your insight about that.
1: Absolutely. I think that, like everything, we get caught up in feelings, especially when it's new and it's brand new. And I tell people, I was like, love is great. Love is, love is, that's where you need to be. But love is a feeling. And sometimes you have to look past those feelings because that feeling will cloud your judgment. That feeling will cloud what you see. The feeling will cloud what you hear. And we have to get past that. More so women, because women are more emotional than men Men have to get past that, also, but it's a lot harder because women—they—they have that 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 picture in their head from when they're young, the fairy tale wedding and the fair and and the the prince and the white horse and how he rides in and and that's it's all in there and that emotion is so much. But once you get married and it starts to back off a little bit, then you have to really deal with those tough situations and those tough issues and those tough things that you guys really didn't think about beforehand because you were just caught up in the, in the feeling, in the moment. And it was, Oh, this is so great. That's all good, but you still got to take a step back and say, okay, I love you, but let's deal with this.
0: Yeah, that's true. So is is counseling always the answer? Is counseling always the answer? Yeah, is it always like it should, you know, if uh, a married couple are having um, a hard time in their relationship, is counseling always, does it always work?
1: Counseling doesn't always work. Um, that's just the sad truth of the fact because people are people. Um, person is different in how they go into something you know, and what do they do not expect to get out of it. Some things are so far that it can't be fixed. You know, there's some things, like I said, they're, they're deal breakers for people. Hey, if you do this, then that's it, I'm done, and there's nothing that can fix that. And although that other, the other person may want it to be fixed that bad, that, that person in the relationship, if they don't want it fixed, it's not going to be. And, you know, that's a a sad state that you don't want to be in. That's, you know, you pray and there's prayer involved and all of that. But there are some times that it's just because of the people in the situations, it doesn't get fixed. And there's nothing you can do about that. I mean, you constantly keep praying about it. You keep praying about it. And let, let the Lord lead you on what to do. And if you're in a situation where you guys are split up or you guys are gotten a divorce, continue. If that's your heart to say, God, you know what, I married that person, and even though some paper may say we're divorced right now, I'm going to keep praying that person back in, because once you get past a certain point, you just got to put it on God and let him do it, you know, and I know, I know personally so many people that have gotten divorced and gotten remarried again. Wow. So there's, there's never a, a, a period at the end of the sentence, you know, where God is concerned. So you put it on him, you let him do what he's going to do. But if you're not at that point yet, absolutely try counseling. Absolutely go to counsel. Absolutely get somebody else in the midst that can give you wise counsel and, and, and fix where you're at. Wow, that's true.
0: That's some good advice. So yeah. So uh, where exactly can your book be found? Because I know okay. you did mention um, that you have a download ebook version.
1: Right. Um, just they can right on my website. If you go on the website, which is ad is which is drwalton.live, d r w a l t o n dot l i v e. When you go um, to the website, it'll pop up, and actually right now there is a free, um, we send you a free little book, and it's um, for the, I want to say, less romantic people, <laughs> people who <laughs> really don't understand, you know, romance and and, you know, the, the real ins and outs. So they give you, it gives you ideas. It gives you some things to do and it's free. You know, I've had people like, Oh, he's so romantic and he, he, he doesn't know how to do this. And so I, I wrote a book and, and I put stuff on, in the book that is, is so, you know, it gives you the meaning of flowers and, and what this color means and what that color means and tips and, and things to do during the week to build that romance that's just free. That's you can go on there on the website and get that and then it also gives you a link so you can get the book and all that other stuff. So definitely go check out the website. It's drwalton.live and download away.
0: All right. that's really good. So you hear that drwalton.live, okay, um to download the free um it's a free ebook you said, right? Yeah. Free ebook, okay, about romance um, if you want to just kind of get a little bit more information inside about that, so you're going to, you can visit that site drwalton.live. Uh, are you also on social media?
1: Social media, it's um, Instagram, uh, Dr. Walton. Uh, it's uh, Christopher Walton on Facebook. And getting somebody else in there now to really move that along. So we're getting that side set up also. So that's really great. And, we got different things that are coming up. So, if you definitely if you stay on the website, if you stay on the social media, there's some, some uh, webinars and some speaking engagements and all that stuff that we got coming up in the future. So, we'd definitely love to see you guys come out and help out any way we can in your relationship.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thanks, Dr. Walton. Uh, so, is this, do you have other books that you're planning to write, or, do you, um, oh. or do you, is that your only book?
1: no that's this is this is the first and the the funny side of this is my wife is a a writer and she writes books and has a publishing company, so she is majorly pushing me to do this to this stuff so there are other books in the making um on her side of it she's she's written a book about um women and marriage, so it's we've got a whole bunch of stuff coming out we're doing um uh, you stuck with me together. We have a website for that. We have a a Facebook page for that for couples and couples counseling. So we have the the men side, the women side, and the whole family couples together. Also.
0: Okay, okay, that's really good, Dr. Walton. So your wife is going to be doing um, be writing a book as well for women.
1: Yes, yeah, she's actually already written one. And she's in the process of doing some other stuff. So, and then we're looking at doing one together.
0: That is awesome. That is really, really good. You guys are going to do a book together, married couple, yeah, right? <laughs> yep. <yeah. laughs> you guys, you guys are, have came to a place um, where you guys can now come together, and that's what we should be, and um, and do stuff together, like you know, business, you know, ministry, whatever it is that God has assigned you guys to do it. You're able to do that together. Um, That's really awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah, I mean,
1: um, I think think that's where it should be. I mean, when God created man and woman, he created women to be the helpmates so you guys can be together and, and put out what he has wanted you guys to do, whatever your house is. You know, we've gotten over the years and centuries, we've gotten caught up in the the nine to fives and the you go to your job and I go to my job and we come back and and that's what it is. But the original plan, I mean, back in the garden, he said, Adam, I need you to take care of the garden and and the woman, it's going to be your help me to do this. So whatever that thing is that God is putting you to do, it should actually be a household move that's the way God planned it to be, not you go your way, I go my way, and then I'll see you back here at six o'clock. So, you know, when you can get to that point and you and God and you really let God use the whole house into what he wants you to do, that is I think that's kingdom business right there.
0: Yeah, that's true. I totally agree. You know, uh if you if you remember even in uh Genesis um chapter one, um, sorry. Genesis chapter two, verse uh, 18, where God says, and the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. You know? So there's, there's always someone fit for you. You know what I mean? Um, Regardless if you may have your differences in the marriage, you, you know, for a fact that this woman is for you, you know, and she knows that you're for her. Um, It's just that you guys just have to find how to um, work out your differences and, become as one, you know, be united and be able to be on the same page, you know. Exactly. Yeah. All right, cool. So uh, what are some events that you have coming up pretty soon, Dr. Walton? Um, Well, right now we
1: just actually finished, um, we did a – a women's event in Waco, and I believe we have something coming up. I don't have my calendar in front of me, but it will definitely be on the website. You can definitely go to the website and check it out.
0: All right, uh, so that's great. Uh, do you have anything that you want to share with um, Christian women or you know, just kind of give them some tips or some advice when it comes on to um, you know, a man's mind and their perspective and how they see things?
1: That is a really deep question, and we can be on that for days and days <laughs> um but just <laughs> that, wow but on on a very overall just know that when you're dealing with 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 a man and and what's in his mind and and the things he says it's always a lot deeper than what men put out there at first. It, 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 it is. I haven't really found any man that goes against that yet. Whatever we say, there's usually a whole bunch of different layers under it that we, you know, are either are not comfortable talking about or we haven't gotten to the place where we release it yet or stuff that we haven't even dealt with yet. So just be mindful of that, that just because – you may be upset because he did this or did that. Always look for the reason why. Always ask why. Like, okay, well, why did he say that? Why did he do this? And it's the other way around also. I tell men the same thing. Why did she do that? Why? Always ask why. Don't just go off the deep end because of the thing that just happened on the surface. It's surface. It's like an iceberg. There's only one-third sticking out, but there's a whole two-thirds that's up under the water. Mm,
0: that's true. That's true. You know, that's one thing I've always heard. Don't, Mm mm-hmm. That right there can lead to a big mess.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a very, very big, big, big mess. But once you get, once you talk and you really sit down and and have conversations where that pride is taken out of there, and you both can really hear each other then that, that things that, the things that men hold inside start to come out. And vice versa, too. Women, women are more easier to, to put out what they're feeling and how they feel and what they've been through and stuff like that. Men are a little bit more guarded when it comes to that. But the more you talk and the more you get comfortable and the more a man understands that you're there just to help and not to hurt. The more that stuff starts to come out and it starts to get unpacked, and once that happens, he'll get an understanding of why he's feeling the way he feels. You'll get an understanding of why he feels how he feels, and then you both can work on that
0: together. Cool. Yeah! Wow, great, great tip, great tip. Keep that in mind, ladies. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Dr. Walton, were, were there times when you were suffering with pride, or like how long did it take you to?
1: You're breaking up. Hello.
0: You can hear me better now?
1: Okay, yeah, that's better.
0: All right. Uh no, I was asking like how long did it take for you to be expressive to your wife? Um, and how long did you suffer with pride? Because, you know, you, as you said before, in the beginning, you, you are a living experience. So that's why you can talk uh, so strongly about this. Um, So how long did it it take for you to overcome pride or, you know, for your wife to be able to ask you some questions and you open up things out on the table in a way that she could understand you more?
1: There's some things that me and my wife have just talked about within the last two years that, she's like wow well i didn't know that and i'm like well wow i didn't know that and i didn't say that either so as it <laughs> keeps going it's never going to stop it really is not the more you go and some things you don't really think about until a certain situation happens and it comes up but there's certain things and and there're things that we have discussions about that i say hey this happened back in my past way way when i was a kid and she's like wow I never knew that, or you never mentioned that, but now I can understand a little bit better why you feel the way you feel. You know, it may not be Mm -hmm. right or wrong, but I understand why you feel that way. So it's an ongoing process. It, It doesn't stop. You know, that's why the Bible says, you know, renew your mind daily because it's a daily progress. It's a daily walk. You have to daily do this and, it doesn't matter, we're sixteen years and still going, so as long as you keep it and you know that, okay, this is a daily process, there's not going to be a come to a point where it's like, all right, that's it, I know every single thing, and I'm done. And no, you got to go in knowing that there's always some some stuff evolving, there's always stuff moving, and you've always
0: got to be in tune with that Yes, yeah, that's really important, so I mean, were there times when you did you know maybe months later you were finally sharing something, to, sharing something to your wife that she probably didn't know about you. Did she ever hold it against you? Or was like, wow, why didn't you tell me? Uh, has that ever happened to you before?
1: Not the she, held, she holds it against me part. That, that part, we've, we've gone way past that. So that's not oh, even that's an true. issue, you know, the holding, the holding it against me. But, you know, as a man, in the beginning stages that's one of the reasons why we don't say a lot of stuff. It's in our mind. Like, okay, if I tell her this, she's gonna see me differently. Or if I say yeah. this, she's gonna she's gonna think differently, or it's not, you know, this or that. But as we go on and as we really look and understand and see the closeness that builds like, okay, yeah, that's, that's not my wife. That's not who she is. That's not how she is. And the enemy is always going to tell you that. Don't tell her that. She's going to look at you like the enemy is going to be there boosting you up to keep all that stuff inside because he knows wow. when you let it out and when you, when you bring light to that dark place, that's when the healing is going to start. But Mm. he's going to try to keep that dark place in the dark place for as long as he can keep it there. He's going to try to keep that door closed as long as he can because he knows as long as it's in the dark, it'll never get healed. It'll never Mm -hmm. be brought to the light. So as time goes on, doors open up, light comes in, and you start putting it out there. And the more you start realizing that she's actually there to help me and not hurt me, the more that stuff starts flooding out. And the more you guys, the more you talk about and discuss, and get and get it and get it situated, it's the best thing for a relationship.
0: It really is. Um, you know, uh, would you say it's better like um, when a guy and a woman meet each other for them to start off uh, with a good friendship and kind of put things on the table and just learn about each other?
1: Absolutely, always put things on the table. Just okay, this is what it is. This is how it is. You don't want you want as little surprises as you want to. Always put it out there. And you know what? If they can't handle it or if it's like, well, I can't deal with that, it's better to know up front than on the back end, you know, because it's going to come out. Sooner or later, you keep getting there. It's going to come out in one way or another. So you might as well, you want to get it out there first, you know, having a friendship and, and just getting that surface stuff out of the way is great, you know, and as you progress in your relationship, then you know you go from there but I just is put the stuff out there put let it let it be known. I know I have one friend of mine he he met somebody and a week later, he just he brought him a list. I've I've done this. This is what I've done. This is my past. This is who I've I've dealt with in the past. This is what happened. This, he put it everything on the table. He's like, that's, that's I don't. Yep. Yeah, it's like, I don't have time. I, I'm not trying to tiptoe. This is who I am. So, if this is who you you say God, is, I'm you, and God says I'm for you, then this is what it is. And you know, wow. we need to go in like that with that mindset of. This is why
0: I am. That's pretty straightforward. And, I mean, I mm-hmm. just have to, you know, keep, be honest and keep it real, but, you know, you don't have uh, too many people who want to be straightforward at the beginning. They kind of want to feel things out, and then they'll put, it, put it, everything on the table. But I think at the beginning, uh, while you're in that friendship stage, before progressing or going even deeper, yeah, make, you know, like they'll yeah. They'll accept you, or you know, you know they'll love you. They'll work with you, um, but never. I hate I hate hearing like when people are just discovering certain things about their their spouse five years later in America. It's like what in the world? <laughs> but you know, I, I find
1: that that's usually I find that usually in the younger crowd. The younger you are, <laughs> the more you you think you have time. You know, so it's like oh you. When you get older, it's like, listen, I don't have much time. I don't have a whole lot of time. This is what it is. I'm going to get it all out there up front because I don't have the time to sit and play. So <laughs> I, it, it, <laughs> the older you get, the the more that time, lim- that time limit gets cut down. So the more people are like, this is who I am. A- oh, a- you, Meredith. What's that? You're breaking up. Hello. Hello. I think you went out again.
0: All right, you can hear me? Okay, I can hear you. There you go. All right. Is that better? Okay, that's better now. Okay. No, I I would okay, say that we... definitely, the, the, you know, couples can learn, too, you know, are for – uh, younger women, younger Christian women who plan on getting married, they can kind of learn this a heads up, even um, for younger men as well, you know, because some of them, their mindset is dirty. They're like, oh, my gosh, I want to get married. I want to have a to know uh, what what comes with it. You know, responsibility comes with it. Honesty, you know, all all everything that's that's um, within a relationship, a marriage, it's important, and they got to start keeping those things in mind, you know, and not just going to it, like, lightly or blinded. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, uh, so uh, Dr. Walters, do you have anything else important that you would like to share with the audience before you go? <laughs> before we, um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, just that. So just go in with an open head. Know what you want first. Know yourself. Know what you want out of this relationship. Know what you want in the person you're looking for and then go from there. And once you get that, just know that that person had a whole life before this relationship. So the things that pop up, try to understand why it's happening. Why did this happen? Why did they say this? And why do they think the way they do? And then come together. And if you keep that pride level down where you can hear and they can hear, that's the building box of a great relationship.
0: Wow. Good words. That's a blessing. Um, Thank you so much, Dr. Walton, for sharing uh, some of your knowledge from, you know, based upon experience on how um, to implement love and how to be a good wife and a good husband as well, Uh, because communication is so important. You know, pride needs to stay out of the way (laughs) big time. Absolutely. Um, So the best place to find your book um, is drwalton.live, right?
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: Okay. All right, so um in case you um would like to um read his book, um you can go onto his website which is drwalton.live. Uh so you can follow and the link is also going to be on the uh Empowerment Magazine blog Talk radio website, so you can also follow the link from there, okay? Um, so it was a pleasure having you on the show today with us, Dr. Walton. I've really learned a lot, and I'm pretty sure the audience has learned a lot as well. Okay? I- I'm really grateful to have you on the show.
1: Thank you for having me so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: You're welcome. Um, also, you can follow Dr. Walton on social media, um, Facebook, and also Instagram. You can tell them again where to follow you on social media, Dr. Walton.
1: Um, Instagram is Dr. Is Dr. Walton dot, um, Live on social media on Facebook? It's just Christopher Walton. Um, and it's all just just remember the website, just drwalton.live. All of the links are on the website, all the buttons are on the website, the books, the downloads, everything's on the website. So just drwalton.live and it'll, it'll take you there wherever you need to go.
0: All right, awesome, awesome. All right, so we're going to be coming to a close. Um, I hope you were able to learn something from Dr. Walton today. He really shared uh, some really important, valuable information that married couples can implement right away. All right, Uh, so it's such a pleasure to be here again. Uh, Stay tuned next week, Tuesday again, um, and I hope everyone has a wonderful and blessed week. God bless. Bye. God bless. Bye. Bye.